Hello everyone. This is Joy Ofiello of Albertao Ministries. Today we're going to we're going to part two of the power of prayer. The power of prayer part two. Last week we dealt with part one, the power of prayer part one, and this week we're going to continue with the power of prayer part two. But before then, let us pray. Father, we thank you for giving us another opportunity here today to be able to hear your word and to learn and be able to stand in the place of prayer. And Father, we thank you because there is no God like you. We worship and adore you. We magnify your holy name. Thank you for everyone that is under the influence of my voice. And I pray that the Spirit of God will touch everyone that is listening to me and those who need answer to their prayers. Father, let the answers come speedily. Give them directions on what to do in the, in the place of prayer after they have prayed and you instructed them. Give them the grace to follow the instructions in Jesus' name. Father, give me all trans this, this afternoon as I preach the word of God. Those who don't know Jesus Christ, I also pray that as they listen, that the Holy Spirit of God will touch their hearts and they will come to know you in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to preach your word and thank you for all the souls that you are touching through our ministry, Alberta Ministries. We give you the praise, we give you adoration in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, thank you for tuning in to listening to our our message today, the, the, um, the power of prayer part two. Last week uh, we talked about uh, the essentials of prayer and that without prayer, you know, we cannot advance in life. So today we're going to continue where we stopped last week. You know, last week uh, we, we stopped where we said, we talked about uh, the power of prayer, the importance of prayer, how Jesus Christ will rise up early in the morning and we will go out to pray and to seek the face of God before even he starts his day to show us how important prayer is because Jesus Christ did not relent in praying. He was very prayerful. He stood the ground in every situation, in every time, whatever he does, even though he was he's God a man, he, st- he was God a man when he was here on earth, he, he still stood on the ground to go and seek his father's face and also to have relationship with the almighty God. So we talked about being around people who are prayerful, that can encourage you in the place of prayer, even in your church, because the people you hang out with determines the outcome of your life. We also talked about uh, that the prayer is not all about what you can get from God. It's not all about money, food, shelter, and all that. Those things are good too, but the Lord is asking that we seek him first, and his righteousness and all this shall be added unto us, according to Matthew 6, chapter 33. So today, we're, yeah, you know, we're, we're going to continue and in that, in that, continue from there. So based on this, we are trying to say that you know, we do not rely on material things. They will fade away. The Bible said that everything will fade away, but the word of God will remain forever. The most important part, part of prayer is your, intis, your intimacy with God. You know, every other thing is addition. But your intimacy, how you seek God, you have to seek God to know who God is, to have relationship with the Almighty God. And all these things are done through prayer. It's communication. Prayer is like you're communicating with God. When you talk to God, God talks to you back through his word or through your dreams or through, he can even through prophecies or he can even send people to talk to you or through circumstances that surround you. That's how it, it works. So Jesus was also will always set aside time, you know, to pray. 
not for anything but to come in with the Lord. You know, no wonder, no, you know, not to come in with God. That's why, you know, his life made a great impact in other people's life. You know, when he, he walked past, demons would begin to tremble and they will, they will begin to shout, Thou Son of God, why do you come here? You have come here to, to, to trouble us. And Jesus will rebuke them and they will, they will go away. What of the apostles? The apostles, you know, started like, like you and I. You know, they, they spent their time three and a half years with Jesus Christ, but still remained powerless. Even when they went out, the Lord told them, go out, preach. When he was there, it's like he was giving them some internship, you know. They were under internship. They were under training. And from time to time, our Lord Jesus Christ would send them out into the society. And he would tell them, go and preach the gospel. He said, send them two by two. He said, take your, take, don't take money. Just go and preach. So some of them, they would come back happy. I'm jumping up and down. The Lord, we were able to cast out demons. And the Lord would tell them, don't rejoice because we are able to cast out demons. You have to rejoice because your name is written in the book of life. Just to tell you the importance of the of, of the of intimacy with our Lord God Almighty. Jesus taught it to his disciples. They saw him from time to time withdraw in prayers. And at some point, they want to contact what Jesus had. And they asked him, Lord, teach us to pray. The, he, he, because of the importance of prayer, they know they, they saw Jesus always praying. And when he was at Gethsemane, he took uh, uh, James, uh, Peter, John, and Mark, three of them, and went. Um, I think Peter, John, and uh, James, and they went to. He went with them and asked them to stay here. And he went to the garden and he was praying. When he was seeking the face of God for going, it was time for him to go to. To, uh, to Calvary. It was time for him to be crucified, but he was really afraid, and he didn't want to, you know, continue. He, he didn't want to do it in, his, in flesh. He went back to God and told God, can you please, Father, take this cup away from me? And he said, it's not my will that should be done, but your will be done. So at that time, he was com communicating with the Father. The, he was communicating with the Father at, for his will to be done. He was not imposing his own will to God. He was asking the Lord, all I want to do is your will, not my will. Because when we ask God things most times, we want our will to be done. We might be praying some prayers that God has not answered. It's not that he doesn't want to. He has asked, he might have answered the prayer, but he's waiting for the appropriate time. Just like a pregnant woman, when a pregnant woman becomes pregnant, the, the child is not born in a day. The child is in the womb for 10 lunar months, you know, before the child matures and be born. And even when the child be, be, is born, is delivered into the world, the child begins to grow gradually. So that is the way prayer is. There are some prayers to pray. God answers them instantly. But there are some prayers to pray. It takes some time for the manifestation because there is something God is doing that you don't even know. It might be that prayer that he's using to change your life. He, must, he, he uses it to draw you closer to him, that situation. He's using it to turn your life around, to make you mature in your work with him. So Jesus Christ <clears throat> prayed this prayer. But the reason, actually, why he came to this world is for him to go to, that, to Calvary and die for us. So the Lord did not answer uh, did not take away that burden. He did not take away his that because that is his will for him. But rather, the Bible says after he prayed a while, the angel of God came and do what and strengthened him. May the angel of God, may angel of Ebetel, may angel of Ebetel himself send this angel 
to strengthen you in that situation you are going through. I stretch my hand here. You might not be seeing me and you're hearing my voice under the influence of my voice. Wherever you are, I decree in the name of Jesus Christ, as you are praying, let the Bethel send his angels to strengthen you in the name of Jesus. As the angels of God came and strengthened Jesus, he was able to stand by the grace of God and was able to go through that that trials and temptation, he was able to go to, through the plan of God for him, for sending him here. He was able to go through it and uh, he was able to, to overcome because already he has sought the face of God concerning that situation and God encouraged him. So when you are going through trials and temptation, it's also very important for you to stand in the place of prayer. Most times when we talk about prayer, people think that prayer is all about, it's all about, um, our, make, make, making our needs meet. That I mean, sorry, making our needs met. No, it's not just meeting your needs. It's also for the grace of God to be available for you in time of trouble, in time of temptation. When Jesus took the apostles with him, he told them to remain here and pray. And when he came back, they were so tired and sleepy. They were, the eyes were heavy. But Jesus said the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. But he told them to pray so they, they, they do not enter into temptation. Jesus knew why he took them with them. So he can, they will also pray because he knew he was going to leave them without him. They're going to see him suffer. They will see a lot of things that will discourage them. So he wanted to prepare them ahead of time before that trial came. But they were there sleeping. And eventually, all of them ran away. You know, they were not even standing with Jesus. Even Peter, who said that he would even die with Christ, you know. Jesus told him that before the, the road crawled three times, you will do what? The, the, that, I mean, that you are going to de, um, deny me. So, and it happened exactly what Jesus said, the way Jesus said it. Peter denied Jesus three times, but because Jesus already had prayed for him, do you see the power of prayer? Jesus already told Peter that the enemy, the devil wants to sift you, like a, you know, like a shaft, the devil wants to sift you out. But I have seen it ahead of time, and I prayed for you. So sometimes we think that prayer is just for ourselves. You know, Jesus is a God. He sees things ahead of time. And when he sees, he stands in the gap and he prays. He prayed for Peter. He prayed earnestly for him. In, in, in John chapter 17, he prayed for his disciples. He prayed that we will be warned, that, we will, that the world will not take us away from him. So sometimes we talk about prayer. We think about food, water, car. That house, yes, those are the essential things that God already has provided for us. But he wants us to be in communion with him, for us to be able to even locate those things. You know, sometimes we are struggling on our own. The Bible says that he is the one that gives us power to make rich. It's good to be hardworking because the Bible says if you are a lazy man, you go and look at the ants according to Proverbs and see how they work hard and store their food for in the time of summer. Then in the time of winter, they enjoy. It's good to work hard, but in your hard work, in the Bible says that commit all your ways in the hands of God. And, and commit all your ways. That's what the word of God says. And then let him direct your path. You know, it's not of he that run it. It's not of he that will it. It's of God that showeth mercy. There are so many hardworking people out there. 
But without the grace of God, your hard work is nothing. Our hard work does not contribute to the, to the promises, to the blessings of God. Yes, while you work hard, the Lord will now meet you at the place of your hard work and bless you. Moses was in the wilderness without any recognition. And the Lord knows where to find you. In that wilderness, the Lord set the, fire, the bush on fire to attract Moses' um, Moses' uh, attention, and he went there and picked him up and made him a leader for Israel. The same thing with, um, with Joseph, we talk about Joseph in the prison, the Lord picked him up. The same thing with, with, our, with, um, with uh, David, the same thing with Abraham, the Lord knows where to find you, but you have to be presenting yourself to him. You have to be faithful to him in the little things he have, you have before he can meet you with the big things. You are blessed in Jesus' name. As you continue to show your face before the Lord, show your face every minute, every day. May the Elbert tell, may Elbert tell that, that in the Abraham our father encountered. May, the, may Elbert tell that just, uh, Jacob encountered. May you have an encounter with Elbert tell in the name of Jesus. As you go to better a place of prayer, may heaven be open unto you in the name of Jesus. May heaven be open unto you so that Elbertel will pick you up like he picked up the men that have lived with, uh, before us and bless you in Jesus' name. I thank God for you. So let's continue to look at what the word, word of God says. You know, look at all the, what they happened after they, they, they were there. You know, sometimes they were not even able to cast some demons out that they were questioning Jesus. And Jesus said, this one kind cannot go without fasting and prayer. Sometimes we might have prayed and cast out all the demons. I mean, you might have prayed and prayed and prayed. It looks as if something is not happening. The Bible says the vision is yet for an appointed time. If it tarries, according to Habakkuk, he said, wait for it, it will surely come. At the appropriate time, the Lord will visit you. May Elf Bethel visit you and give you an encounter in Jesus' name. Amen. So, but Jesus, when they, Jesus left them, and then he told them to wait in Jerusalem, that he's going to endow his power on them. We need the power of God to, in the place of prayer to be able to carry out his purpose, just like the angel came and empowered Jesus. The Bible says, see how the Lord anointed Jesus with the spirit that he went about doing good, you know, doing all kinds of good works, touching lives. We cannot do that without the anointing. We cannot touch, do that without the power of the Holy Ghost. We cannot do that without encountering the Almighty God. Let me tell you, the power of the Spirit of God is what will make you stand out in your society. When the Bible says, according to Isaiah chapter 6, it says, Arise, shine, for your light is come. When the Spirit of God is upon you, He will advertise you. May the Spirit of God come upon you. May He advertise you in Jesus' name. Look at in, in Acts of Apostles chapter 1 verse 14, you know, and also verse 2 verse 1. So the disciples, they, they met together in upper room and they stood there with prayers, held on to the promises of God. Some of us, when we receive prophecy, when God gives us promise, we just run with it and sit down. Who told you that you just come like that? The devil will not let you. Look at Daniel. When Daniel re, 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 uh, discovered that it's one year, you know, before the promise of God for Israel to come out of, out of bondage, he took it over himself. They were in bondage. The Lord said they would be in bondage in Babylon for 70 years before they can be delivered. Or somebody have to pray them out of that bondage. Even, even though the, the time has come. The same thing with the children of Israel. They remained in bondage. 
Even when God promised Abraham that after 400 years, he will come and deliver them. They did, did nothing. They just sat down suffering under bondage. Even when the time for them to come out has, has come, they did not cry out to God. They, did, they, they were just doing what they are doing until the burden became too heavy for them to carry. And that was when they remembered the God of Abraham. And they now cried out unto him. And when they cried out to the Lord Almighty, what did God do? The Lord sent them, sent them uh, he sent uh, Moses to go and deliver them. Then they have spent extra 30 years in bondage. That is what prayer can do. So when they prayed, the Lord, Bible said the Lord had their groaning. And the Lord remembered his promises with Abraham. Who told you that when God gave you promise, you just sit down and wait? You have to keep reminding God, you told me this. Yes, it has happened in my life. Where I am today, I know what God told me several years ago. You know, when I was a kid, I kept reminding him. I know what God told me several years ago. And I met the situation. I began to tell God, Father, you said that if I do this, that you will do this for me. Father, you said that this is what we discussed. You told me if I walk in obedience and do this. Lord, remember, remember your promises. And the Lord gave me his word. He said, my promises are ye and amen. And they are for thousand generations. And eventually, he did exactly what he told me. I have learned in my life, in my work with God, to keep standing in the place of prayer, not just for myself. You are a carrier of, of generation. There are many generations that are attached to you. If you sit down and just be lazy in the place of prayer and you don't come before the Lord all the time, you just think that things are going well, you might be wasting other generation. So you have to stand in the pray place of prayer daily, reminding God, you told me this about my children. You told me this about my country. You told me this about this about the body of Christ. Keep reminding him. He said he that make mention of the name of the Lord. Give him no rest until he make Jerusalem a praise. Tabakok said, I will stand on my watch. I will pray until I see the salvation of the Lord. And then that was when the Lord said, if the vision tarry. He said, write the vision. Write it down. Even if it tarry, keep reminding God. Say, keep presenting it to God. Say, until the appointed time comes, that which you're asking God will come. Let me tell you, why am I drumming prayer here? Because some people will think, Joy, why are you always talking about prayer? I know why I'm talking about prayer. I have seen the power of prayer in my life. I am alive today because of power of prayer. I am here where I am today, United States of, prayer, of America, because of prayer. I am here every step of the way. My children, everything I have had is through the communication, my marriage, everything. I am telling you the truth. I have seen God. There are so many prayers we have prayed long time ago. Even with my friends when I was in college, a young girl. You know, we prayed so many prayers and it looked so foolish. Sometimes after we pray the prayer, we start laughing. Oh my goodness, why did we even pray this kind of prayer? That we were thinking we are kidding. We are kids, you know, young, young um, adults, you know. We didn't make sense. It didn't make sense when we were praying those prayers. But eventually, every one of us who have prayed that prayers, all of them, not a single one of them was left unanswered. It, when we were praying it, it looked as if there would not be any answer. But eventually, the Lord did what made him God. So don't be, don't be discouraged in the place of prayer. You know, so even the more you pray, the more the grace of the glory of God shine upon you. The disciples, they were there praying. You know, being with Jesus is something, the greatest thing that can happen with, to you. Even in your workplace, am I saying that you shouldn't go to work? No, I, I work too. I do other things. 
it doesn't stop me from praying. You can pray in your heart when you're walking at night to get up and pray. Even if it's one hour, make sure that you always show your face in the presence of God. You know, to the point that apostles, when they walked by in, in Acts of Apostles chapter 4 verse 13, they said that this, they recognized that these ones had been with Jesus Christ because of the way they act. They act like Jesus. They do exactly what Jesus Christ did. Because the more you pray, the more God releases his spirit in you. He pours his character in you. you your life begins to change. You are no longer living in flesh. You begin to see things the way God sees them. You begin. Your ears will be opened. Your eyes of understanding will continue to be opened. So just know that prayer is something that is very powerful. You know, with married with the word of God. We don't pray vague prayers. No, we pray. You see how I'm quoting scriptures here. When I open my mouth to pray, all the scriptures I've read are coming out. I don't even know. The Holy Spirit will begin to open them up, depending on each need. When I pray, pray, scriptures are prayed. We pray scriptures. We pray it. We remind God his word. Not my own word, not my will, but your will. You know, that's what God is looking for. So the more you pray, the more you diminish and Christ increases in you. So you diminish and Christ increase, not you anymore. It's Jesus Christ that is operating in your life. So do not, um, you don't go to prayer meeting with, you know, having a mind, you know, or for your for your needs to be met. Go there. Have in mind that you will encounter the Almighty God. And when you are, there's no way you can encounter God and your, your your needs are not met. Go and read about Jacob. Jacob had all the things he had cattle, he had wife, he had everything, but yet, you know, oh no, my life, why am I running? I run from my brother, I ran from my brother, now I'm my uncle, and God delivered me. Now I'm going back to the same brother that, that I ran away from. He was so afraid because Esau, was, Esau, was, Esau wasn't joking, he wasn't playing. He was coming to kill his brother because of what he did to him. But by the time Jacob said, no, 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 this is not the, um, God told me he's going to bless me and I'm running like chicken, you know, running from one one area of, from one person to the other. What is this? You know, so he said, no, my life has to change. And he held, he wasn't praying for his brother. He didn't, I didn't hear him praying that his brother, no, no, he held on to the Lord and said, all the things you showed me, the envision yeah, where the angels were descending and ascending and descending. So now, look at God. Why am I like this? Why is my life like this? And he held on to the, the angels and said, my life must have meaning. My life must be what you want it to be. I don't want to live my life this way anymore. I don't want my to be running from one person to the other. I want to satisfy, sanctify. I mean, I want to... Um, fulfilled my purpose. My father blessed me. You say I'm blessed like this and I'm running from up and this, there is more more to it. He had cattle. He was blessed if in human's eyes. But you know within him, no. I have generation. I have generational blessing. It's not just about cattle. Cattles, when he dies, the people around will share the thing and that's it. But there is something hanging upon his head. That is why he held on to the Lord and he prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and held on. He said, I'm not letting you go on to you bless me. I carry generation. I carry I'm a generational father. I mean, you know, if he didn't stand with God, maybe he would have been wasted. His brother would have killed him. And that 
that blessing will not say come today. Look at how God dealt mercilessly with that. We turned him around anyway. He held on to God until the Lord said, you know what? I, I changed your name. You are no longer Jacob. You are now Israel. You are father of nations. Just like God changed, changed Abraham's name. He changed his name and gave him a different name. Told him what his generation will become. Like, is it not, did it not come true today? It came true. Because when we talk about prayers, people think that prayer is just about my needs. Jacob was blessed. Abraham was blessed. Even when they were still having an encounter with God. David was the, was the man that was blessed. David always relocked himself. Forget about food. If he meets any, any uh, encounters, any difficulty, he will go into the temple. He will put on sackcloth. Look at Esther. Look at Mordecai. How many can I mention that God has turned their life around through prayers? How many do I have to mention about? What of Hezekiah, who was at the point of death? What are you doing? Why are you sitting around saying every time you're talking about prayer that people that pray are not so? Who told you that people that pray are not successful? Success is not about money. Money is good, but there is more to it, my dear. There is God more to it. Your generation is, is looking up onto you, and you are sitting down, doing nothing. Your generation wants you, so this is the time for you to cry out to God for your life to, to have meaning, and then for you to have an encounter with the Almighty God, and for the, Jesus to pour himself onto you. So while you pray, it's not God will... So after Jacob prayed, what happened? God turned his situation around. So God will also meet your need and still satisfy the purpose of your creation. So as and also while you are praying, you're also praying for other people as you just like Job did. Job was in dear trouble, but when he went before the Lord, the Lord told him to go and pray for his friends. He prayed for his friends and his need was also met. What of the apostles? They were there with their boats struggling to, to fish. And Jesus took their boats and, and, and used it to preach after that. He said, launch into the deep and, and throw your net. And they threw their net and things turned around. There is no way you can have an encounter with God and your needs are not met. So, and the more you pray, the more, you know, you are transformed. The more you grow from glory to glory. The more you be like him. Amen and amen. So join us. So we can continue to pray, okay? The more you pray, your life will never remain the same. You know, so the Bible said they were in one accord. You can find a friend if you don't pray, don't like to pray alone. You can grow from there. Hold hands together and pray, and pray like apostles pray. They did pray, you know, in in Acts of Apostles chapter two, verse one to four. They were there praying in, and praying as the Lord directed them, and eventually the promises of God came. I don't know what is your problem. I don't know what you are going through, but the Lord knows. So it is time for you to now go. What is your father's house, mother's house like? What are your children going through? I don't know. But God knows about it. That's why he's saying, come on to me, all you that are labor and heavy laden. I will give you rest. This is the time for you to go to God in prayers. Continue to pray. Pray for your children. If not for you, even if you have arrived, what of your children? What of your grandchildren? What of your neighbors? What of your city? What of all the things that are happening around you? Is it not time for you to put on the garment of prayer? Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you praise. Now let us pray before we round up because our time is up. For those of you who don't know Jesus Christ, we are not talking about you now. Because the Bible says that the prayer of an, an unrighteous man is an abomination before him. You say that his hands are not shut, neither his ears deaf that he can't hear your prayer, but sin is separating you from God. And there is a way out. And that is Jesus Christ. The Bible says 
that he came to set the captives free. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus came to bring a bridge between, that is between you and God. Jesus came to stand between you and God, you know, to bring you to God. He said, for, for this cause, the Son of God was made manifest to destroy the worst of the enemy in your life. Because devil is in your life dealing with you, trying to take you to, to, to hell. But the Bible says he came. Jesus came. He did not come to condemn the world. The Lord gave him to us as a gift. He came that you might be saved. Jesus did not come to condemn the world. He came that the world might be saved through him. So why are you waiting? It's a simple thing. It's just for you to give your life to Jesus. I say, Lord Jesus, pray with me. I acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that you died for me and that you are my Savior. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me all my sins and, and give me a new life in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me pray for you. Now you are born again. Father, I pray for all the ones that are listening under the influence of my voice that just gave their life to Christ. Holy Spirit, I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, that your power will touch them, that they will be baptized by the Spirit of God. I pray for all of them now. Oh Lord Jesus, thank you for drawing them into your kingdom. Father, I ask that you touch, you help them so that they will grow in the Lord in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We'll continue to pray for you in Jesus' name. Amen. We continue to pray for you, but we ask that you will also help yourself by reading the Word of God. Download the U Version Bible in your app called Holy Bible and then start reading from the book of John or the New Testament too so you can understand the Word of God first and the work of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then read it over and over again. After you finish, you go back and read it again all the New Testament. Then you can start the whole Bible. God bless you for listening to us. Thank you everyone who have joined us. Let us round up in prayer. And then um, uh, always watch out for our the new episodes we are posting. And as you are listening, please don't forget to share. Share. The more you share, the more you attract people into the word of God, into the kingdom of God. And you shall be blessed for that. We are not, the gospel of God is not for sale. We are not selling it to you. It's free. Just, just all you need to do is to send it to other people so they can be part of what God is doing. Thank you for being obedient. And I, will, I pray that, the, that Albert El will give you an encounter, that the Spirit of God will, will give you, the, 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 you catch the fire of prayer. You catch the fire, that your altar will catch fire, that the Holy Ghost will descend upon you and that you will be transformed. That the Word of God, you will not play with the Word of God. The Word of God will be alive and active in your life. As you continue to pray that the Spirit of God will, will lead you, will direct you, you will grow from glory to glory. And the, the Lord Almighty Himself, you will become like Jesus. You will come to the throne of God and you continue to obtain grace daily in Jesus' name. Father, we give you praise for answering our prayers. We ask that everyone that listening to this message will be blessed and that their prayer lives, oh God, will grow daily in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for giving us opportunity to minister your word today. Blessed be your name, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. This is Joy Ophiel of Elbertel Ministries. Today, um, we, have had a, we have finished this episode, I mean, this part today, and watch out for the new, new one that is coming out soon. So, um, if you need prayers, please, you can reach us on albertaljoy at gmail.com. albertaljoy at gmail.com. Reach us there so we can encourage you also. We can also pray for you. And if you are born again, send us email also. We'll be watching out, we'll be looking out for your email. God bless you. And thank you for tuning in today. 
See you in the next next time. Thank you. Joy Ophelo. Bye.